When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Eric's Family Barbecue has arrived and is simply the best barbecue in Arizona. Come satisfy your taste buds with meats that are smoked over mesquite wooden sides that are made with fresh ingredients and tons of love. They have the best, juiciest brisket, pulled pork, rib sausage, turkey, or everyone's favorite, the Pitmaster sampler that includes all the meat in four sides. Mac and cheese, potato salad, coleslaw, corn, or beans, yum. And for dessert, try some creamy banana pudding. Amazing! Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be sorry. Dine in or take it to go. Go to Eric's Family bbq.com for more info this man needs medical attention holmberg's morning sickness the old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail mashinsky in your 50s junior don't no he's not a junior his dad's name is not moose (laughs) what's his real first name walter harold what is it Michael. Okay, he's Michael Mashinsky Jr. He's Moose Mashinsky because you douchebags called him that. And he's a ticket scalper, so stay away from him. He's a loser. Uh-uh, his dad's got... I know, he's got tons of money. He does it for fun. He's not one of the blacks I'm talking about. That helps my case here, Brady. Jesus Christ, who is Moose Mashinsky? And why do I need to know him? Did you grow up in Happy Days? <laughs> hey, you got Moose Mashinsky coming up here, potsy. <laughs> No, I do. I, I was sitting there. I, I should have screamed that at the lady at the ticket booth. I'm like, why do you hate black people so much? Why? They're just trying to make a couple extra bucks off an event, just like we do. They're not trying to stop whitey. In fact, they encouraged me to sell the sweet tickets. They would never say that to a black guy who bought a sweet. Why don't you go out on the streets and try to sell those for a stop? They'd be like, ah, what kind of riffraff are you bringing in here? To me, they're like, ah, whatever, whatever you're selling Were there selling any other uh, sweet holders with the same deal? Brady, everyone has this problem. There's no possible. That's, every time I've stood at that there's ticket, there's so much thing, money on them. Yeah, there's. Well, it's not just sweets. Every ticket is digital. Like you don't get paper tickets anymore. I mean, you can print them, but not the ones I have. They're unprintable. If you print them, all of a sudden they're like, well, one is invalid because you can't have two tickets to the game. Your system should know. This one's already been checked in. This one's already been. All right. Well, what do we have? Well, this one's invalid. I know, and I didn't do anything to make that. It's a pain in the ass. It's find me one person that says a tangible. T- what happened to that too? Didn't you used to want a ticket in your hand? Oh yeah, like I used to like that. I still have a, a drawer full of old concert tickets. Oh, I do and, too. Yeah, it's neat. Keep it in your pocket yeah, in case cool. you, if you get up and we'll be on that too. Ten years later to to show. Look, my aunt had Elvis's last show in Indianapolis. Oh, yeah, man, that's those cool. worlds, like you said, the Super Bowl tickets. Awesome. 
I st- I have those in the laminates. Yep. I, I kept all my Super Bowl tickets. There's no memento to the NBA Finals ticket. It's a digital mess that says invalid on it. You got so, nothing but NFTs. It's basically what we're doing with non-fungible. I don't even know what it is, but yeah, non-tangible. Yeah, you got to buy these things. Yeah, it's it's goofy. So if I'm you know I'm livid. Everybody's in the suite. Calm down. I'm like, I'm not mad at you. I'm just like, I'm boiling. I missed the whole first quarter. And it was the only quarter worth watching, evidently, for the Suns because they were killing them. And then uh, everything got better with A, alcohol, and B, the fact that we did have the best suite in the building because in the suite next to us was the sweet, sweet, beautiful tones of Kendall Jenner. Nice. Nice. In a tank top and no bra. And she doesn't care. And we just started screaming nipples. Uh, after a little while because, I mean, she's from me to you, Brady, and I'm looking at her and I'm like, she's shorter than I thought, but she's... Uh, looks just as good. She looks, she's very pretty. She had a mask on and a big winter coat and then a pair of uh, regular pants, jeans, and then a, a room full of dudes who are, I think, Devin Booker's friends, maybe family and a couple of her pals, but nobody. It was mostly guys. And she's sitting there quietly and then uh, took her, her jacket off and then all of a sudden uh, our entire booth is taking weird selfies Aimed at her, yeah, like with her in the background. In the background. Right? You yeah. got one? Oh, I got. Did you take one? I got to see this. Pictures, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, uh, tons of them. And I'm taking these photos, and we're looking back, like, and then my dad going, "She got no ass." I'm like, "Settle down." She can. He- I think she can hear it. <laughs> but we're taking these pictures, but nobody's taking the regular selfie picture, which would be of the court behind you. So it's completely obvious what we're doing. And then I look over at one point, my friend Matt Askin goes, "John, look, 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 look." Middle of the game. Like, the game's going on. He gives me the elbows. I'm like, what is it, Maddie? And she's just standing there, rubbing her breasts, her cleavage area, just giving herself a little quick. All right, pass your phone around. Finger. i got to see these we pictures. Didn't phone. What are you doing? We, we, <laughs> did, we, <laughs> uh, we, we stood for, I think we just went, duh, like Moose Mashinsky and Potsy would have done. Just had dumb 50s guy. What is going on over there? And he's like, I, she's just rubbing her boobs. And, and every basket that got made by Devin Booker, every head went, Whoa. Like, is she bouncing? Is she playing with herself? Is she she happy? Did she miss the first quarter? No, she was in. And then they they come and they shut our door, and they're like, y'all have to stay in here for a minute. No, we don't. It's still America. I don't care if Kendall Jenner's peeing. I don't care. Knock it off. Because the bathrooms for the suites are down the hall. They're remodeling all the bathrooms so you don't get one. But it was pretty good. So having her next to us was... Was fine. And then you just get into the game. And the game was fantastic. It was a great game. It was a great basketball game. The outcome stunk. Suns now, we'll find out what they're made of. This is what I keep telling my friends who are like, oh, it's over. It's, pro- it's probably statistically over. Bucks have a home game. I mean, if you're a gambling man, you look at this, you're up 3-2 and you got the next game at home, the odds are you're going to close that series out. you got everything in your hands. But if you look at it from this perspective, Pollyanna Johnny coming at you. This young Suns team has faced every bit of adversity in these playoffs that you can face to learn what the playoffs are. They're, keep in mind, Aiton's 22. Book is 24-25. This is a yeah. young team. Outside of Chris Paul and Jay Crowder, everybody's young. I think Cam Johnson's 22 or 23. There's a lot of young guys on this team. Mikel Bridges is under 25. This is their first time. They have yet to face the, uh-oh, we have to fight now. Backs we we are the elimination team. It's the first time. They've swept a team. They've known what it's like to walk through a playoff. They've known what it's like to be down and come back. They've known what it's like to beat a more experienced team. Uh, then they come up against the Clippers, so they get into a physical battle. They get into a shooting battle. Now they've got this thing where it's like, hey, it's, and it's hard to close good teams out. So the Suns are going to show what they're made of tomorrow night. 
And if they're made of anything, if they're made of heart and power, they're going to go out and do it. There is the chance, Suns fans, while you're out there planning that goddamn second place parade, that the Bucks just figured something out and became the better team. Four straight? Suns haven't lost four straight all year. Yeah. So, and they know what that's there. You know, we're going to find out what they're made of. I think Devin Booker's shown he's made of something, something super special. Aiton's got to get more aggressive. We got to get more. I mean, if you look at that line Saturday night, and you're like, all five starters are in double figures. You got pretty even on the rebounds. You're getting out hustled a little bit on second chance points. Outshot them from threes. I think they shot sixty percent from the they three were point line. The, the Suns did. And the know, and they but, shot fifty five, and the Bucks were fifty percent from three and fifty seven from the floor, and just played a magnificent game. I mean, that was a, an incredibly well played game by both teams. If you looked at the Suns line, you're like, they win this game. The only thing that stops them is the, if the other team outshot them, and they did. So, and then that last play by Drew Holiday, they get a little. But Chris Catero, our friend Chris, has a good word for it. He calls it hero ball. And the Suns get into that every once in a while, where a guy's hot. And he just takes the ball. And Devin Booker did a little bit of that at the la- in that last like play. Where Chris it's like Paul tried there, to go through the middle in the there, game yeah, before. There had to be three guys open. You had to recognize when you got to that key. And you got and two dudes kick standing. it out. Get rid of it. And yeah, I, I don't know what he was doing well, on that play. Hero ball. Yeah. He was, he was going. Because he's hitting everything. And why not? Be legendary. It's on his shoes. Could have hit in it his head. right away. He's got Kobe in his melon. Saying be legendary. Be the guy who takes that shot. Don't be afraid of that shot. And sometimes hero ball gets you. And I think it got him. But you know what? I don't blame him. I'd rather have him have the ball than, than fire it out to someone else down one. But when they got within one, that place was crazy. Uh, Kendall's nipples were all hard. Uh, nice. She was screaming and yelling. I don't know if any other fans were even in there, i got to be honest with you. <laughs> but, yeah, well, I got a couple of photos. I, I hesitated, along with all the other guys in the booth, to uh, share those photos. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think you could sell them. I think you could, uh, you know, TMZ oh, would yeah. probably be like, hey, we got great candid shots of Kendall Jenner in the booth. That bothers me. Because I don't know that that's real. But, yeah, they shut your door when she has to pee. You can't go out. And we can, we can do whatever we want. And then you just walk right by the security like, come on, no. you got to stay away from Ms. Jenner. I don't, I'm not going to. Like, that's your job if I start to get too close. You can't close our door and say you guys can't pee. There's a VIP. Knock that off. That's not happening. And then when she was going to leave, they closed their door. We're like, we're leaving too. You got to no, we don't. She's not a dignitary or a, you're not secret service. We're walking right out. You should uh, bitch about that when you call on your tickets too. Look, I couldn't even go to the bathroom no, when I wanted I to go. Look, I'll tell you this: I'm never going to bitch about tickets when they put us in a suite next to a model with no <laughs> bra on. That was worth it. But yeah, and the worst part is there's Chris Kelly, our part timer, right? And he's he's a Steelers fan too. He knows my dad from coming to the house for a couple Steelers games, and they've talked about Texas and New Mexico and stuff. So I go through all this to get Chris Kelly, and he's like, we're both down there, and he's like, he's being great about it. He's like, hey, cool, you're awesome, thanks for doing this. I'm like, whatever happens here, Chris, I'm going to try to at least get you a couple bucks back on this deal, because you paid for this too. Like, this is more off of your dime than mine. And so uh, we're walking back up, and then I look over in the second quarter, <clears throat> there's Dan and Chris Kelly over there by the hot dogs just chatting away about New Mexico property values, and I'm like, you two watch the goddamn game. I didn't just struggle for an hour. <laughs> Trying to get your ass up here so you can be social butter. Stand with your eyes aimed directly at that or those nipples. That's the only thing you can look at up here. Not my dad. <laughs> but it was pretty fun. The game was, that's one of the best basketball games I've ever been to. It was pretty awesome. But the H&H Ranch was pumping. A good old, good old party at the uh, thing. And our listeners. Uh, 
Alexa, who won the Entertain Me contest, and her boyfriend, Mike. Excellent people. Good uh, peeps. Good peeps. Uh, no trouble at all. Didn't hoard the food. Didn't bring like a paper sack from Walmart and start loading up the leftovers at the end, which I half expected. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, just everything was good. But again, it all comes back to uh, inherent, uh, what do they call that? Uh, uh, systematic racism. That's what it is. Systematic racism. Where white people with all the money keep the black people in the streets from making any extra. That's what I'm standing on right here because you can't argue back. And I'm going to bring my friend Winston with me down to the son's office and say uh, he was the guy I was trying to get in. You should have brought Thunder oh, Horse. I told you that. Oh, Thunder Horse would have been, been This would have been over in a second. Exactly. I see how this is. We brought, we brought a blonde and her boyfriend. Damn it all. <laughs> Thunder Horse would have had that over. Let me handle on this for a second. <laughs> you got to give this man some tickets. Just get real <laughs> dark about it. But yeah, I, I was sitting there going, this is all in an effort to stop scalpers. And the only thing it's doing, it's like gun laws. The only thing it's doing is stopping people who are playing the right way. Yeah. The only people that are – and there's tons of people in the ticket thing going, my ticket's not working, my ticket's not working. My, they got to be tired of it. The old lady at the counter, I told her as we're walking up, like I was mad at the situation. I wasn't mad at you. So if I was a jerk to you, I apologize. But you got on her. She goes, I miss the old system. I, I, she oh, goes, she admits call it me too. old. Everybody I've ever talked to wants tickets back. Just scan it. It should be an option. You're in. Give me an option. How about that? Instead of just saying – if there's only one way, your Apple wallet, your give me the option of just printable everything. They still do the hand stamp if you go anywhere else and then come back up to the suite level. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Like no. You scan your hand. So the, the, they used to do you, that. Now, now, now they just make efficient. you flash your phone. And they don't even yeah, beat it. Could be a pain. You could go, I could go a thousand times downstairs and just bring one person up after another. So as I'm yelling at the lady, this dude sees that I'm making headway with her. And he comes over and he goes, hey, bro. Like, yeah, can you get me in? I don't know who you are. Can you get me in? I'm like, you think I just went through all this to get some stranger into the game? No. You won't help me out? No. And then I'm like, this is why they're doing this to your people. This is exactly the type of thing that they're trying to stop. And you guys don't even see that I'm going to be a spokesperson for you. And now you're trying, to, you're trying to muck it up and make them do more. If I let you in next year, there's even more security parameters for people who actually bought tickets to get in. So... Yeah, scalpers have screwed up everything, but they're just part of the process. If you, people always say that if you get into the business, you got to know. Well, these are the these are the problems, and you know, in restaurants, you just know you're, gonna, you're just know you're going to lose some to theft. You can't constantly be putting things in place and rules in place because you're just going to rule yourself out of having a restaurant. Uh, but there are always things that just like you'll go in and go, "Wow, we lost two big buckets of steaks for some reason." So one of the cooks had a barbecue and stole all the stuff. Your biggest fear is that you know, you know, customers will never come back. Right. Well, like after that experience. Exactly. But I mean, if you as an owner, you know your employees dip. It's going to happen. They dip, they steal. That happens. You put up cameras, you do everything you can. You have It's a cost of doing business, unfortunately. Cost of doing business. And that's when you get into selling 20,000 tickets to something. That's a big deal. The cost of doing business is you're going to have an aftermarket. Sit so, NBA, nice try, but you're screwing it up for the regular folk. 
And it's the black people I'm looking out for here. Man, oh man, do I have an argument going in. Because once they say, Mr. Holmberg, we can't help you with anything. It's the parameters we put in place to make sure that the... Yeah, okay. Let me ask you this real quick there. Why do you guys hate blacks so much? I mean, they dominate your sport. What? 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 <laughs> What's this? My friend that we were trying to let in, the only black guy in the booth. I'm going to pretend Chris Kelly was black. I'm going to lie. <laughs> it's crazy. But, uh, yeah, it kind of puts a damper on on ever wanting to get that kind of thing again. And it was fun. We had a great time. Expensive quarter. It's an expensive quarter. When they're charging you basically ten grand a quarter. <clears throat> you know. And they give you tickets and you can bounce them back. And then you, you end up not paying a ton more. But you pay, it's expensive. It's not cheap to go. Let me just text in. John, so you're saying the box office at the Suns Arena plays the best defense in the Suns organization? <laughs> yes, exactly right. <laughs> yeah, they, I was not shooting over 50% against that wall of defense. Shut down in the first quarter. And then, a lot like the Suns, after the first quarter, they just let me in. <laughs> they just said, forget it. We got nothing left. Let's go upstairs. So, And so, Trisha, the lady at the box office, you were super sweet. But uh, your, your back's against the wall. But, yeah, there's people just standing there the whole time. And maybe there's, maybe they would have an argument saying the system's so much easier and so much better. I don't see it, man. And I see an aftermarket. I see StubHub and Vivid and all those. Other, they're still selling... Your tickets, your transferable tickets, and it's and, and that's the thing they they charge the seller and the buyer on those aftermarket things. Those scalpers are getting worked. You got to you got to top dollar everything. So, and my friend couldn't sell his tickets. He ended up going for less than face value because it's such a pain in the ass to try to get it to a person. Yeah, you go through well, StubHub. You got to transfer to them. You got to transfer those back. You got to get permission from them. You got to fill out a, a verification form that it's really you. It's crazy. Just give me paper tickets back. That's I all I ask. In fact, I, I'm going to sit in a meeting here with Larry and Mark and everybody else and say, when KUPD does a show, just so it doesn't hurt me and black people all across America, paper tickets from here on out. Let's just help them out. If they want to sell them, if they want to sell them top dollar, so what? You'd rather buy the uh, $20 clear laminate that you can put the ticket in. Yes. Off the guys from the street. And don't, don't the, the sons make their fee anyway. Yeah. So who cares? After that, it's like, yeah, there's this aftermarket. They're drilling the fan. And so what? You're drilling the fans on beer and popcorn and everything else. Don't don't act like you're in it for us. You're a business. We'll take it. Paper tickets, man. My cry is for the olden days. I wonder if it's. I wonder if part of it is having to do with like StubHub and all the online stuff because you can't. You know, your physical tickets at that point. In order to you move can't them. just transfer because them. You have like to deliver all yeah. these. Yeah, but the that's hard the thing tickets. that the scalpers used to have to have tickets in hand. They couldn't just sell the idea of tickets. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they're taking it out of Tyrone's hand and giving it to. <laughs> <laughs> giving it to. You're you know, ruining my argument. Too. You and Moose and Tyrone are just killing me over here. <laughs> Come on, I had a valid reason. Systematic that's racism. That's every, why Moose is in there. Look, every white guy in a suit bats his eyes at systematic racism when you bring it up. It's like, well, this is kind of that. I mean, you have, to, you have to admit, the whole reason this ticket thing exists the way it does is because of the street scalper. Yeah, and they say, to prevent They're that. trying to crush those guys because they're doing nothing to try to stop StubHub or anything else. That's not what they're stopping. Because they're this, getting the cut of that, too. I guarantee they are. They've got advertising yeah. for it. It's the black guy standing outside the arena they're trying to stop. Systematic racism, Brady, keeping the man down. That's what I say. Or the man keeping it down. I am the man. Wait a minute. I don't know which one we're keeping down, but I know it's the black guy. And I'm standing up for you because it was garbage. Let them sell the tickets on the side. Who cares? We don't get a cut of that. Right. So you're the greedy pricks. 
It's the most social I've ever been. It's the most liberal I've ever been in my life. I'm so Joe Biden about this whole thing. Who are you? I am. Yeah, you're right. Tyrone, <laughs> he's the one they're trying to, to kick around. But if Tyrone doesn't have tickets in hand, Tyrone can't sell tickets. Right. But it used to be when you had your tickets, you'd have to go down game day and sell them to Tyrone. He's a, he's a both sides dealer. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. One of the most uncomfortable days of my life was selling Suns playoff tickets 25 years ago, maybe longer. Like, it's a pain. <laughs> it was, no, it was the Barkley tickets. I had, I had a pair, and I'm like, I wonder what I can get for these guys. I was broke. And I tried to sell them on the streets, and I thought I was going to get killed. The guy knew I was a noob, and he was going to take full advantage. Oh, man, no, these things ain't going for nothing. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, they second deck. You can't sell second deck. I'm second deck. Playoffs, Rockets, Suns, you can sell these tickets. No, man, these things are going for nothing. I'll give you $30 a ticket. I'm like, they're $100 each. Right. <laughs> You crazy for paying that in the first place? Isn't it going for nothing? Like you're not so you're so I had to go. No until demand. I finally got a guy that at least gave me my money back. So Tyrone was screwing you over there. I, that's Tyrone's job. That was my <laughs> price of doing business, not to make a bad deal. And the thing I knew when I said to Tyrone, I'm like, you're out of your mind. And he's like, maybe you ain't a noob. And he's like, all right, all right, come back fifty. I'm like, I'm not give, You're not getting these for half. I'm, I'll just find another guy that'll pay, or I'll go myself. Good luck, man. You'll be back. And I went back, and he goes, what'd you get? I'm like, 145. All right, that's all right, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> I'm like, all right, good. He knew we were negotiating. It was Mexico. But yeah, the paper ticket thing was better. And I know everybody wants to be on the cutting edge of, of technology, and it's lame to say I don't want it to be digital, and it's, you know, you know but it's, it wasn't broken. That system was not broken. The tickets were being sold. The aftermarket tickets are they're broken now. Well, they buy up all the tickets. Yeah, well, that's your problem, sons. Don't make it hard on us. So for about eight minutes in the second quarter, I was cheering for the Bucks. I was furious at the whole organization. I mean, I was serious. Season tickets were canceled. I'll never set footprint in this building again. Hey, congratulations to your daughter, by the way. They named the uh, stadium after Brady's daughter Friday. The footprint arena yes. now. The big footprint, they call it. And it's based on Kirby's toes. <laughs> Welcome to the footprint. Let's play some boiled pirates. Wait till you see her halftime performance on the trampoline. <laughs> oh, is Kirby going to do She's some the new mascot. Oh, man. Well, they already have Sasquatch up there in Utah, <laughs> yeah. so you can't really dress. Just uh, Now, fans, welcome a 13-year-old girl with huge feet as our new mascot at Footprint Arena. All right, watch this, you old pirates. I can dunk with my toes. <laughs> Speaking you, of, you thought the gorilla had a mustache. Yeah, Wait till you see this. Look at me, old man. <laughs> There's a, that I sent seven you the video. Five. Seven foot four inch, fourteen year old Chinese girl <laughs> that is dominating. Yeah, dominating Chinese basketball. She's all over the internet right now, and I don't know how many people sent it to you, but passively through me sent it. Shut my phone down. Yeah, pretty much said, "Hey, <laughs> look, Kirby's got competition in China," and I'm like, "Oh boy, I'm not sending this to Brady." And then finally, I had to. But, uh, yeah, she's a super tall Chinese girl, 7'4". <laughs> they do the tip again. They put the shortest person on they the got, tip. It's China. They're all the shortest person. Well, the shortest person against the, the team, tip. Against believe a, it or not, they found it. A 7'4", inch, 14-year-old Brady. You don't have a choice but to put a shorter person in there. And so she's just standing there, one hand in her. She's, by the way, no 14-year-old at 7 feet 4 inches is going to, like the WNBA is drooling. They better get her now because, A, she ain't going to live long. And be those tendons. She's got that disease that that Robert, what was his name, Alton, the guy uh, in yeah. Illinois, that was eight feet eleven inches. Ludlow. Ludlow. There you go. That's the guy. 
and he was 8'11". Is that the guy in the Guinness book you always yeah, see? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, standing next to the Mishu. no standing yeah. sign. Yeah, and uh, he had that big chair and those. And I was at the in uh, Southern Illinois. You have where he's from. They have the chair and the shoes. Like his thirty-two, I think. Were it, the shoe shoes size. were were the size. Everything's custom made. It was, and I'm not kidding about. I would say about three feet, two and Jesus. a half feet, and there's these big boots wide. But that dude had a disease where. The, the natural thing that's supposed to happen to your bones is when they hit, they coat themselves with a stop-growing juice. That's what your bones are supposed His didn't do it, so they kept growing. They stretched the tendons out. And they, this, this Chinese girl is not going to make it much Both longer. her parents played. Yeah. Are they, well, there the, is uh, that thing in yeah. China where that— So she comes from some good— But that strange group of— uh, lineage. That strange group of Chinese people that Yao Ming came from that were all, like, really super tall. We don't think of the Chinese as tall. But still, a 7-foot-4-inch girl is rare. That game where they have the little film of the tip and they yeah. show her, she put up 42, 25 <laughs> rebounds and six block shots. Oh my God. Why would you pass it to anyone else? There was one shot in her uh, little promo reel where she's posting a kid up and she spins and dishes. And I'm like, no, just step over that little Chinese person that's in front of you and put it in the – it's why, why – if, if you're the coach, I'm like, okay – why you no pass? She wide open at three. Oh, but I'm seven four. That's why. And everybody else is a child. I'm going to live for two more years. There's no way that girl lives long enough to play in the WNBA. But that might sell a ticket to me. Have that lumbering giant running up and down there. Hilarious. But uh, I don't think she makes it. I mean, and I'm not saying that from a health standard. I don't think women make it out of China. I think if you're a daughter in China, you don't live that long. So. <laughs> She'll be on the squad. <laughs> Two years. I don't know their rules, but I've heard rumors. Anyway, Suns tomorrow night. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a game. It's gonna be a hell of a game. I don't see this team getting beaten back. If they've worked too hard, there's too much on the line here. They're gonna. You don't want to go up 0-2 and then lose four in a row. That's gonna be devastating. And and to the city, uh, already quitting on people. Game five. I mean, you know, not for me, but I was talking to other people. We talked about it Friday. It was one of those, uh, it's not a deciding game. So, like, you're a fan, right? You want to go to the NBA. This might be the last game of the NBA Finals in Phoenix in maybe years. Uh, I'm only going to closeout games. Is that right, you bougie mother? That's the only, you've got a standard for when you go to NBA Finals games? Yeah, I only go to the closeouts. Opener and closeouts. Wow. That was a quick transition into. You know, fair weather, super fan. Figured you'd want to go. But the place was rocking. It was loud. And Kendall Jenner's nipples were perfect. I'm, I'm, I don't know. We were asking. There was, uh, my friend Matt's wife was in the uh, booth with us. And uh, that Alexa girl was in there with us. And I don't remember if we had any. I think it was mostly just sausage in there. Those were the only two. And we're like, why are you guys wearing bras? I mean, can't you see the standard is set by supermodels? And, and she's got hundreds of millions of dollars. Because she's not wearing a bra. It's not because she's so overtly talented. It's because we want to. If you guys did that, you get more attention. You probably have more money. You're sick. Well, you're an idiot. So I guess we're we both have problems. <laughs> if I had those, you had two more followers. If I had that kind of currency, and knew that a white tank top was all I needed to do to get everyone to and everyone. Our booth when the people discovered it, people were now calling everyone in our our suite. Because, we, you know, we obviously were like, look who's next to us. And so they're sending their kids up. Uh, my friend Matt had. Over to the. Uh, you got to yeah. go over to their thing and stand in there. And they did. 
And they just stood in the stared in the one. I'm like, all right, you stared. You can't do that. These girls just stared. Time's up. They were enamored. Like these young, I don't know, like late teens, maybe early 20s. I don't know. I'm no good at that. I'm not a circus performer. You could have made your money back. Charged them. Charging people to stare at Kendall Jenner's cans. (laughs) But thanks to Kendall Jenner and that group for not wearing a bra. Kind of made it worth it for a second. I just kept asking, where's Kylie? Where's Kylie? I would mouth that out every time she looked at me. She still had her mask on and she was kind of hiding, but we'll see. Game, uh, and then uh, I got Craig Gass goes, You want to go to the viewing party with me on Tuesday? No. $10 people. $10 people. No, thanks, Craig. Craig Maybe you can go with the pineapple lawyer. (laughs) The pineapple lawyer, lawyer, and I would go. He'd unscoot up to Milwaukee? He probably for for the to be in the deer district because yeah. it's free. Cheap bastard. <laughs> uh it's six nineteen. Let's get a wake up song. I know the whole city's a little down. They're we're a little off, but you know what? Again, go back in a time machine in February, say, hey, the Suns have two games left. They're down three two in the finals. Uh do you take that or you say no, cancel it? You'd take it. The, 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 the heartbeat's still there. So let's not calm her down. Let's or let's calm her down. Let's not go crazy here that you guys are I'm definitely right. The sky is falling. This is not good. Your back's against the wall, but you've got to call it like it is. You got beat by a better team the other night. Now you've got to be the better team tomorrow. And we'll all just sit on our, on our little hands for another 36 hours until this thing gets going again. And hopefully get one more. Game 7 in Phoenix on Thursday. Spectacular. Oh, can you imagine? Yes. I can too, It's going to happen. You're calling it? Oh, yeah. Brady's making the call. All right. I like Brady. Brady got word from Moose Mashinsky. <laughs> Uh, just text me back. Just text you back and said, I heard I was mentioned on G. Williger's that's boss. Because <laughs> he's from 58. Nobody's nicknamed Moose anymore. You nailed his dad's class. 58. Yeah, that's what I was aiming for. <laughs> of course I did. He has a son called Moose. He's of the 50s. Uh, give us that wake-up song. We'll scream it together. 585-9800. Let's do this. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Station identification. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.